Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Seek and Tell, where we prove stupid people wrong. Now this might make you infuriated at humanity for believing such stupid things, so be warned. First we're going to talk about more vaccines, because people have even more excuses than I originally thought. In my last podcast, I went over ingredients, but apparently I didn't emphasize the fact that the injection of the virus or bacteria so weakened, it literally can't do anything, or it is completely dead. Nothing can harm you. Some vaccines only contain proteins or antigens on the surface rather than the entire cell. Now perhaps I should tell you about enzymes and how they work. Enzyme is like a keyhole, and the protein on the cell is like keys. The enzyme fits over the protein to trigger certain chemical reactions. This is what antibodies do to antigens. The chemical reaction is killing it, killing the pathogen. Next, autism is genetic. Even if your child isn't vaccinated, they can still get autism. Also, even if it wasn't it's genetic and vaccines do contain fetuses, which they don't, but that is a claim people make you can't inject DNA and change the structure of the DNA of a child. If it did, it, this wouldn't be possible anyways because an aborted fetus wouldn't be having a vaccine because it'd be dead like an aborted fetus. So it wouldn't be able to get autism. That means that autism would have to be already present without the vaccine. Now perhaps it's the heavy metals that go to your brain you know, that are included in the vaccine. My only problem is, what metals? <clears throat> and for two, that's not how vaccines work. In my last podcast, I mentioned and, and aluminum is in vaccines, but also is found naturally in a child at birth, most likely from the mother's blood. Therefore, if this is the said heavy metal giving a child autism, it would be the parent giving it to the child, not the vaccines. The next possibility is a type of mercury, but thimerosal, although containing mercury, has no evidence to support that it does damage your brain or cause autism. The mercury, the mercury that is claimed to be at work here is methylmercury. Also, the fact that the heavy metals are in too small of a dose to cause any harm, and the amount of aluminum that's in a vaccine is the same amount that is in a three ounce can of tuna, which you can just look that up if you don't believe me. And now, people also think vaccines can shed as soon as you get them for like 10 to 21 days which is not how it works. If vaccines could diffuse through your skin, the doctors wouldn't have to inject it. They could just give you like a bottle of essential oils and say, here you go, this has the vaccine in it. Just put it in your diffuser and then you get cured. But it doesn't work like that. Plus the virus or bacteria is dead. So even if it could shed, it wouldn't really do anything bad to you anything, it'd just make 
give you the vaccine that isn't poisonous without you having to have the chemicals. Because mercury is too dense to go through your skin, and aluminum is a solid. So even if there was enough that would be dangerous, it wouldn't be able to because that's not how it works. I am seriously getting a headache from just reading back this script that I wrote because people are so stupid. I saw a post that makes a good comparison to anti-vaxxers. It goes along the lines of this. The other day, I choked on food, and I did some research. Apparently, a lot of people choke on food. So why should I risk feeding my child and risk them choking? I know food supposedly cures hunger, but why risk that? I don't think the government can call it neglect just because I don't want to risk my child choking. So I should be able to let them starve. Which sounds stupid, but that's basically the anti-vaxxer mindset. Also, I saw a post that said the vaccination rate of her daughter's school is 80% and nobody has allergies. Which, this is saying vaccines cause allergies, so then they're wrong because if 80% weren't vaccinated, then that still means that they could still have allergies because allergies are just an overreaction for your immune system and that's basically also determined by genetics. You have a peanut allergy, your child might have a peanut allergy even if they're unvaccinated. And if they're saying you don't need a vaccine to not have allergies, then they are correct because vaccines don't prevent allergies because you don't put peanuts to prevent peanut allergy in a vaccine. You, but what you do put is a bit of virus, which I've already talked about this virus or bacteria that basically boosts your immune system by having your white blood cells create antibodies for it. Anyway, let's move off the topic of vaccines and let's move on to the topic about people thinking big word ingredients are bad. People seem to think that words that you can't pronounce or are hard to pronounce, you don't actually know what they are, are bad for you. An example is sodium chloride, or NaCl. You might think that this isn't good since chloride is chlorine, and chlorine is bad for you. But sodium and chloride mixed together equals table salt. Sodium chloride is usually written on the ingredients of some of your favorite foods in its scientific name as to not be confused with other salts. So you know that they're not giving you sidewalk salt that you use to melt your ice in your food. These misinterpretations, because people think easier to pronounce words are better, is just not true. Non-food related, it also aluminum oxide might be in your favorite jewelry. Now, if we were in a video talking about how 
there are dangerous things in your favorite jewelry, this might raise a lot of concern. Though if you, if you were to do some research, you would know that aluminum oxide is just ruby. Next, I want to talk about essential oils. Now, essential oils are very nice and relaxing. People go so far as say that they can even cure a disease. The oils can relax you through aromatherapy, but they cannot cure any ailments you might have. Headaches are caused by stress, and having a pleasant smell might help getting rid of some of your headaches. I won't lie, I have my own diffuser in my bedroom. It is what I just said it is for, headaches and stress. What they cannot do is cure any disease you have. If you need to get rid of a stomach flu, you can't just take your lemon, tea tree, peppermint, and oregano oils, Those pour them in a diffuser, and expect a cure. If you're wondering, I did look up an essential oil recipe. That just goes to show that people think that there's a cure for anything found within nature. You can't just extract plant oil, put it in a diffuser, and get cured of anything. For example, elderberries, is which are very popular in the essential oils group or in like homeopathic or alternative medicine elderberry is very popular but elderberries can be poisonous the leaves stem and raw berries are toxic they contain a type of cyanide called glycoside you might think glycoside sounds like pesticide and that's right because cyanide is used in pesticides you thought having small amounts of non-toxic mercury substance in a vaccine was bad. Elderberry berry essential oil may contain a substance used killing insects, and people are rubbing it in their wounds and putting it in their lungs. Oh wait, although glycoside is a form of cyanide, it is used in treatment of heart disease. It is in controlled amounts, it is completely fine, but it's only toxic in high dosages. This sort of sounds like how thimerosal isn't toxic, although containing mercury, because it's too small of a dose to do anything. Or how an overdose of Tylenol can kill you, although it's fine in recommended dosages. Some essential oils may be used to reduce scarring in a wound, but an internal disease like a flu or cold can't be solved by inhaling or rubbing yourself down with oil. My best guess is why they believe this is because of the placebo effect or confirmation bias. Now, people might know what this is. For those who don't, basically, the placebo is being told something will work, and your mind basically tricks yourself into thinking it does. Well, confirmation bias is the tendency to interpret new evidence and confirm one's existing beliefs or theories. So once their ailment clears up on its own after a few days of rest, with some essential oils in your diffuser, people assume it was the oils because that's what they were told to believe or already believe. Therefore, if they get cured while using essential oils, people start to assume, hey, these oils are in charge of that. Not just my immune system did it on its own. Your body has an immune system. As long as you like maintain a health a relatively healthy lifestyle, 
pumping it with oils can't improve it. And vitamin A can't be just used. You can't just take 10 extra vitamin A supplements, even if that's a little drastic. You can't just take vitamin A to boost your immune system. Although you need vitamin A, there's a recommended amount because you can overdose on even vitamins. Like too much salt, although necessary for you living, is dangerous for you. You're doing the equivalent of putting an inch thick layer of lotion and thinking it'll moisturize more when you decide to put essential oils when you have your own immune system. People might think it is working, but it is no more effective than if you, if you only use the recommended amount or steps for treatment. Well, on the subject of the immune system, some people are against medicine because they believe all doctors and pharmacies make up diseases or jack up medicine prices to profit off of selling prescription and over-the-counter drugs. One woman with breast cancer refused chemotherapy and said she would beat it with coffee enemas, turmeric, and two liters of organic juice. Which even organic juice, although healthy, can be bad for you because of natural sugar. And two liters of organic juice is definitely bad. And this she was planning on doing every day. Which, if you've heard of what can happen by drinking jelly juice, basically, instead of too much sodium, you get too much sugar. Which is still bad for you. Anytime you hear the name Big Pharma from any post on social media, you should expect hearing some stupid things. People without understanding of how hard it is to make medication or the concept of supply and demand, say that pharmacies are using sky-high prices to gain a profit off of people's ill-being. This is stupid because the amount of clearance, purification, and manufacturing required to ship any medication is ridiculous. If you look up a step-by-step -step process, you will see how much clearance and purification it has to go through in order to be deemed safe by the FDA and able to ship to your local Rite Aid or CVS. Not to mention supply and demand. A lot of people need painkillers, but they, the companies can't produce enough, the price goes up. It is so companies can afford to make more medication to meet demand. People aren't buying, and the price goes down, so the company can make a profit. Just because the prices go up doesn't mean they're being selfish. Another thing is that if Big Pharma makes up diseases, that vaccines cause autism, how do we know, or how do they know, the anti-vaxxers, know that autism or other diseases caused by vaccines are not made up to sell mood stabilizers? Which I have done research, and I have found uh, found that there was a report on a certain t medication producing company, e e 
bribing doctors to give unnecessary mood stabilizers to children to profit. But this was one case. I'm trying to reveal the truth rather than leading astray. So I'm not going to hide if they're doing something bad. For example, I am just st talking about how stupid people are. And medication companies, or any company for that matter, can be stupid thinking that they can get away with bribing doctors to give kids unnecessary medicine. It's just frustrating to me. Why are people like this? Why would you refuse medicine just because you think somebody is trying to scam you? So you'd rather stay sick and suffer for longer than, than go pay a higher price to support a company also has workers, even if, like, the main people of the company were doing the bribing, there's other workers who had no idea what's going on, and, like, the people who just maintain any of the drug processing machines, that also need to get paid. And since it's a huge company, obviously, they need to pay a lot of people. So if... Plus, with the recent pandemic and everybody panic buying all of the vitamins or painkillers or Tylenol or whatever, there's going to be a lot of supply and demand. So when you do find them, you might find them at a higher price. It's not that the store is profiting off of these diseases that's going on. It's that... The company needs to charge more, therefore, in order for any company to make a profit, the prices needs to go up. That wraps up today's episode of Seek and Tell. In summary, people think vaccines are deadly and that they cause autism. There is no evidence to back up either. All it is is just Facebook mom groups talking about how it's dangerous and if you show interest and say, oh really, that's really interesting. I think I need to read up on this so I can also spread it. Even if they're genuinely just also an anti-vaxxer, they won't be able to show you anything because they don't exist. If you look up, try to find anything that says otherwise, you will just find pro-vaccination because there's no proof of the anti-vaxxer claims. They are just spouting nonsense. Which, or they just read part of an article that says, people think that vaccines cause autism, and just stop right there and say, oh, ha, I knew it. People think this, so it has to be true. When really, if they read the entire article, it's like, people think vaccines cause autism, yet there is no actual link supporting this. And then just people gossip about um, their, how all of their children are unvaccinated. It, and it's so much healthier. And if a child of theirs decides to get vaccinated, it, then the parent takes offense to it because 
they think they're going against the parent when really they're just trying to stay healthy. Next, people think ingredients have big names are bad for you, which is not the case because any just because chloride has, is in bleach, in chlorine bleach, or in pools doesn't mean it's dangerous because sodium and chloride, when put together, just makes table salt, which that doesn't mean table salt is used in pools every time. It could, but there's also other chemicals that are also bad for you. Next, people think essential oils can cure everything, which they can't. It's just oil. It might help, but there's no, like, deep physical additions that modern medicine can't do for you, so you need to just use plant oil or plant syrup. And lastly, people think that doctors are trying to scam you into buying pills, which supply and demand and processing and shipment management says otherwise, because people need to get paid. What if somebody just said, oh, we have to decrease your paycheck because people are mad that our service is is too expensive so we have to decrease the price but we have to decrease your paycheck like would you like that no or would you like hey you want a raise we're gonna have to jack up our prices so you can have more money you might think of people as selfish but imagine having any of your money taken away because a lot of people just want a cheaper product from your company that is how companies work. If you actually did some research on business, you would know this, rather than just looking up scams. Anywho, just remember, always seek your answers before you tell them, and don't be stupid. See you next time. Goodbye.